Yeah, so I watched that. We were talking about it a little bit earlier. Watched that Herbalife documentary last night. Oh, yeah. That shit's crazy. Yeah. So do you know anybody that's been successful in pyramid schemes? First off, how funny is it that, like... I got sucked into one. Which... Go on. (laughs) (laughs) Just find something that you like and fucking go for it and put all your energy into it. If you really do that, then you're going to fucking figure it out. You want to find a problem that all of us have, and you want to find a way to solve that problem. Two hours and less than two hundred dollars, you're fucking in business, running off Boom. of your fucking phone. Everybody wants to be a boss. Cool. It's okay to not be a boss. It's exactly. Like, it's okay exactly. to be Robin. You know exactly. what I mean? Like you don't have to be fucking Batman. Exactly. You know? Like sometimes Robin will say Batman. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Don't get it twisted though. We're definitely gonna be smoking weed. <laughs> we are on, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. Welcome back. Ladies and gentlemen, if we're in your ears or if we're in your fucking corneas on YouTube. Or if we're on your screen, check me out. Got my fresh tea on today. Oh, I didn't even realize we're both wearing it. So for those who aren't watching or for those who are listening and can't see us, we're going to have to tell you this story. Um, Welcome back to Do We Talk. First of all, yeah. Derek Fukuhara. Aaron, coffee. what's coffee. up? We're back. We're here. We got a lot to talk about. Yeah, we today we're gonna talk about fucking, fucking viral videos and what else? Just I don't even know. We got a gang of shit to talk about. Yeah, so we had Corian stay last tuned. week. Let's get it. Bam. We had Corian last week. Me and Aaron back in here matching t-shirts. <laughs> you know it's gonna be live. When we got matching t-shirts on. <laughs> so for you guys who can see us, uh, we're ma- wearing these matching DTG shirts, which is direct to garment, which is not screen printing. You can just put any photo. So we're chilling. Yesterday, an incoming text on my iPhone, <laughs> and Aaron sends me a photo of our boy Nikki Fax. Fucking <laughs> go ahead and tell him that. So our, our good homie Nikki Fax went in and slid a little DM, and he's like, "Oh, sorry, boys, I'm just chilling with the with the homie Ron." So basically, he was chilling at the pool and he saw Ron Jeremy and decided to get a nice little selfie with him, as you can see. So he sent that to the to the group chat. We were all dying because it was the last thing any of us would ever expect to get is a fucking text with Nikki Fax with Ron Jeremy on a Sunday fucking evening. Super random. So we thought random. it was hilarious, so I was like, oh my god, I'm putting that on a fucking t-shirt first thing in the morning, and I'm going to wear it before he gets there, and he's going to roll up, and we're going to have his fucking selfie on the t-shirt. But our other homie, Blake, beat me to the punch. <laughs> so I get here, and the shirt's are already being printed. <laughs> so he had the same exact idea, so he printed up like fucking three shirts. So I got one, Derek's got one, another homie, Blake's got one. And so Nikki Fax shows up to work today, and I'm like, oh, what's up? And he just really notice for a second, and then I'm just kind of like, what's up? And then, he, and then he's like, what? And he starts, like, laughing all crazy, and then, and then Derek's like, yeah, what's up? And then Derek turns around, and then he sees it on Derek, and then he goes outside and sees it on Blake, and it's so funny, dude. So, yeah, that's the story behind our matching T-shirts today. That's how we keep ourselves entertained in the office. <laughs> yeah. That's, that, that's also the beauty of the direct-to-garment. So if you guys have access to a DTG machine or a direct-to-garment printer, you could get that shit super fast. There's no burning screens. There's no anything. You could just send these dudes. This is some screen grab off of an iPhone. Probably the worst 72 DPI web <laughs> fucking photo actually, yeah, ever. It look too bad, and we blew it up onto a fucking shirt. 
it's kind of cool. You even see like the in the corner, you even see it's the icons, the yeah. story icons and stuff. But so that's the beauty of DTG. Um, we'll probably be doing an on the rise on DTG. Yeah. To give you guys a little more insight on that and the perks of um, going direct to garment instead of screen printing, but um, better for making like one-offs and like photo shirts or shirts with a ton of colors and exactly. shit like that. So we'll get into so, that yeah, one so, of these days. <laughs> but um, yeah, we wanted to share with you guys some of our week's success and failures. Um, we're always talking about. If you guys listen to the fucking podcast, you hear us just ramble on about um, just spending too much time doing shit, just spending too much time making shit perfect and overproducing, overproducing. And we try to do a good mix of good quality, but not too much effort. But um, so before our podcast with Corey the other day, I rolled up the joint, the first joint that we were going to oh, smoke. You posted that like while we were podcasting. Yeah. So I fucking twisted this joint and, uh, I rolled it like a Dutch twist where you roll it backwards so the excess paper is on the end of it so you can rip it off, you can burn it or whatever so you're not smoking that much more paper. So I roll this shit, put it on top of the mason jar with our fucking weed in it, and I light the excess paper, and I film it, and I put that shit to fucking Instagram. And by the time we're done talking to Corey, that shit had 9,000 views. Our average on high-rise TV Instagram will get like 2,000 views. So this shit had eight or 9,000 in two hours. Fast forward, by the end of two or three days, this shit went up to 145,000 views. Our max was 72,000 views, which we were tripping balls. That was also on a video that I spent two days on. <laughs> yeah. So this video, I spent literally one fucking minute from shooting it to posting it, and we got 100. 45,000 views in three days then Aaron goes and posts it on <laughs> fucking High Rise Co yesterday, 24 hours ago Had probably has it been 24 hours? yeah right it's around 24 hours he posted on High Rise Co yeah, something like that um, about 24 hours ago and that is at almost 220,000 views so what's with that? 492 comments and um so that's like almost half a million views in a few days between the two accounts. Yeah, off one of fucking video we didn't even try. Off of a video that I literally spent one fucking minute on, <laughs> and then all these and for Instagram this is shitting, completely shitting on anything we've ever posted. Yeah, the like, most views by far. So far, yeah. and it's just an iPhone fucking video, nothing special, no quality or anything. It's just a concept that we fucking threw out there. We didn't put a watermark on it or anything. And then we had another account reposted and get 100,000 views with no tag. And then we got another account reposted and now all these accounts are reposted. Yeah, it's just popping up on all of so our, like, Explore, like Popular, like, all this shit. Now. It's kind of crazy. So, um, it's, it's crazy because, you know... It's always the shit you fucking... Like, we always joke about it because we fucking will spend, like, a week and a half on a video and spend all this fucking money and time and budget and resources and blah, 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 and fucking cameras and whatever. We go the whole nine yards on it and then we post it and it's like cool 4,000 views or some shit and then fucking just throw up some random ass shit and then fucking gets half a million views in two days it's just like what the fuck like, it's crazy it's so man. funny how that shit works so, so that was funny. like one of our successes we're pretty stoked on over here and I mean we don't get too high we don't get too high on it you know we're just because we know it's just so everything's so random like it's just the algorithm you know it's like yeah. 
sometimes we get lucky and it gets picked up in that feed and then it fucking off to the races you know yeah but that's kind of something now that we're kind of experimenting with more is like not so not so much pr- production behind the shit that we're putting out we're gonna try to do just more quick like iphone video and just quicker uploads that are just more like relatable and more every day i guess you could say because people can just relate to shit that's not so fucking fancy and overproduced and fucking people would try to go in and add all this shit and do all this crazy shit and a lot of times it doesn't hit right with the, hit the right wavelength with people so that's some, kind of something we're gonna start uh, trying to implement and see uh i mean we've already seen it work firsthand on you know even like with Mackenzie's little vlogs they're just like random shit you know so absolutely that's just kind of where I see like it's just kind of where things are shifting to like we always talk about you know like it's just shifting to people just want to see what you're doing in the first person and they want to see blah 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 and feel like they're part of it mm-hmm. and this and that they don't want to be like movie set lighting camera the makeup and yeah. production and blah 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 and fireworks and it's like they can't fucking relate to that you know what I mean they want something that's that's they could make themselves exactly you know? when you a see a point. fucking red camera when you see a crazy 5d mark 3 full frame camera with a l series lens it's so crispy it's cool and sometimes that translates but when you check out a lot of the stuff that's really it's really killing it by these influencers it's just diy just shoot the whatever like for example if you guys follow any of the weed industry and you guys have your explore page and all this shit pops up you'll see that there's just like a shitty pixelated iphone photo of like a paper like a rolling paper and then it has weed and wax in it mm-hmm. and it's just been reposted a hundred times yeah and it's not a good quality photo it's not anything but you just continue seeing this post and this post and this post and it's like it's not a good lens it's not anything but it's just something that the people see that and they go oh that's cool i'd like to try that someday or, oh i yeah. could do that or, or i could oh, do that's that. crazy or whatever but then when it's like tag their homies and oh let's try this or you know but then when it's shot on some crazy camera it makes it look subconsciously like, like out of reach almost yeah, or exactly. something yeah so that's in, i don't know something that take in consideration when you're creating because it's it's not about what you're using to create it's about your brain and it's also like just documenting what you're doing too instead of being like i'm gonna create this and that and this it's like just kind of document as you're going along and then you don't yeah. have to think about it like you're just already doing it mm-hmm. um but yeah, so fucking, that was kind of cool this week. The video just fucking went crazy out of nowhere. That was pretty dope. Um, what else? What's our, what was our failure for the week? Everything. <laughs> Everything else we did. Oh my God. <laughs> um, yeah. We'll, we'll come to think of it. There's just like so many of those that, that uh, yeah, they'll come up, but. Everything, everything else is a failure. Everything else is like hats getting fucking embroidered on the wrong color hat. Um, the it's just fucking, the day to day. There's always something yeah. go wrong. Shit will never go fucking according to plan. Yeah, whether the fucking they run a hundred hats with the fucking wrong color design on it, and it's, it's the one design that we've been waiting for for fucking four days. Yeah. Of course, it couldn't be one of the other twelve. Fucking then the machine starts having issues and we can't get the technician in here and then blah blah blah. It's just like one thing after another. Dude, <laughs> it's so always. funny, but I'm so used to it by this point. I'm just like fucking another day in paradise. Yeah. You another just you just spread yourself out with so many things that there's something exciting to balance out the bullshit, you know? So you're like yeah. dealing you're putting out all these fires and you're getting stressed out and you're like 
oh, let's go check out the video, see how it's doing. Yeah. Oh shit, it broke 200. And then you kind of got, you know, you get stoked. Because yeah. whereas if you have everything in the same lane and everything you're trying to do is just pushing forward in this one, you know. Yeah, that's true. Thing, then it's hard to get away from that. And then you let the stress bother you. And then the stress will fucking dig you deeper into the grave and blah, 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 blah. Never da, ending da, hole. Da, da. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, fucking. Yeah, so I watched that. We were talking about it a little bit earlier. Watched that Herbalife documentary last night. Oh, yeah. That shit's crazy. Yeah. So do you know anybody that's been successful in pyramid schemes? First off, how funny is it that, like... I got sucked into one. Which... Go on. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, oh, go on? Dude, I got sucked into one. I got fucking... I bought into that shit. It was, uh... Monavi? No, what was it called? Wake Up Now, or... (laughs) <laughs> what was it called? Wake up now? I don't know. No, that's definitely not what it was called. Was it like a, was it like fuck a was that health shit product called, or? It was at the collective, with fucking DJ and fucking. Yep. Remember? Yep. I remember you guys. We all me bought about into that. it. I remember all you guys telling it me was it was a website. It was a website. It was like some Amazon. It was shit. like we are now or wake up now or like one love now or like I don't fucking remember. Goddamn, that's gonna piss me off. It reminded me of like the the magazine sales from elementary school, but a website version of it. So basically, yeah, the gist of it was like you pay a hundred bucks to join, right? And then you got to get three people to join, and then those three people got to get three people, and then if you do that, you're making like three hundred bucks a month or something. And then if you get nine people, you make blah blah blah, and it's like. It seems easy in reality, and, and you're like, oh, yeah, that seems easy. But then it's like, no. It's like all the fuck people that are making money are like the first like that's 100 it. people that signed up, that's and they're exactly just cashing it. out. Like, where there's like, there's these two kids. They're both like, like I was probably 25. They were probably like 21 or 22 or something. And they're both making like 12 to 16 thousand dollars a month off this shit. Like, and uh, I remember going to like a meeting or whatever. Like they'd have so basically what they did is they'd have like these meetups where you go and then one of these like fat cat kids would come through so there's like these fat cat kids pretty much and then like they're trying to just keep getting people under them so they try to get like managers they're like oh bro i'll help you get three people if you have sick blah, blah, like whatever you know just like some fucking whatever and then so basically they'd have like these meetups and they just it's just a presentation yeah and they're just like showing videos of them in lamborghinis and like we were in miami beach last weekend and just like flexing hard as fuck like all driving Lambos and showing pictures of their bank account or like their fucking deposit, like 12 racks this month, eight racks last month, 40 rack, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Like, and, uh, and they're just like, yeah, like I thought this was weird. I thought this was a scam too, but now I'm black. Like they had the pitch down. This kid was good. I'm not going to lie. Like, and he this, was young, right? Yeah. He was probably like 22 or 23. And like, I already bought into it. I paid the hundred bucks and then I went to the meeting and, uh, and he was like pretty fucking like, he was like motivating he was like pretty smart like i don't know he just probably had this pitch down a hundred times you know but he's just like blah 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 like i'll help you get to the first three because like so basically if you get to like the first three you recoup your investment mm-hmm. and then after that you start profiting if you can like scale it that high so like i was able to get the first three so like i ended up breaking even but it was like so much work and, it was, and like all the people that i that signed up under me like fucking didn't you know they and lost you're their money, probably like, selling to your friends exactly because it's like who else do you hit up so it's yeah you know but like they tell you to get creative and make craigslist posts and go on for and like all this shit and whatever but so basically like the top 100 kids are just like killing it making yeah. a hell of bread the top like five kids are making it's like 
the 1% making like 98% of the money or something like that. It's just like all of them. Something crazy. But yeah, so like fucking me and like five, six homies like bought into that shit, like 100 bucks or whatever. And I mean, whatever, I broke even. I didn't lose any money. I remember you guys talking about that shit. Yeah. But now that I look back, I'm like, I'm such a fucking idiot. Like I totally bought into that. Like so funny dude it's just easy and that's the thing that i took away from this whole documentary if you guys don't fucking know i don't even know what the documentary is called do you remember what it's called herbal life something blah 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 I don't even know. yeah so um it just it's about herbal life it's, it's pretty sick learning about that bill um ackman dude and that he's just the billionaire and just like hedge fund managers fucking g um see like dudes like that in action it's kind of interesting yeah and then seeing the other dude who's like the other billionaire dude who's just like fucking bought in on the company just in spite because ackman was doing it but um, oh yeah that was crazy i just yeah it it, it just kind of shows like the the victims of the it's just kind of weird because we were watching it and it shows all the victims and they're all super bummed out and they just are all super victim mentality you know, so it's these just smart like, dudes for the most part that are just taking advantage of people that are just like not like they're just oblivious. But then it's interesting because you see them go protest, and they're all just like overweight and just like poor me. And then you see the people that are coming in out in and out of the buildings, and they're all like pe- jacked. They're all like fit and fucking <laughs> energetic, and you know what I mean. Yeah. Like it's like one of those things. It is. Is it one of those things that it is what you make it? You know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean... Because there's definitely people that made money with doing that shit. Mm-hmm. You know? I know dudes. And there's I, probably tons of people that lost money doing that shit. I had one homie that was doing it. I think he was making a little... I don't think anything crazy, but I think he was making a little bit of money because he was doing it for a while. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I would imagine he's making money. Do you remember that dude, Ku, who rode for Capital? Sounds familiar. He's like the Asian dude who got on Capital. Yeah, it sounds familiar. Wouldn't have, like, Ku Berg. Well, he oh, ended, yeah, yeah. So, he ended up doing it, um, and I'm pretty sure he's been involved for, like, ever dude i saw him a couple years ago i'm like you still in herbalife he's like yeah man and it was like 10 years damn and it's he's not you know he's my age yeah um but yeah pyramid schemes are it's crazy it's fucking interesting and that's what's funny about herbalife because you know if anybody ever asks about herbalife they're like what's herbalife everybody's like that's that pyramid scheme right yeah like everybody knows yeah everybody in the world knows it's a fucking pyramid scheme that's like what it's been branded as it's so funny. I got trapped. I got suckered into affiliate marketing when I was like fucking fourteen or fifteen. When I'd just do those little things or whatever, mm-hmm. get people to sign up, and then you get ten percent of them. And then if they so like it's like gold, silver, bronze, or whatever. And then like once you get to the silver, you get five percent of these people. Once you get to gold, you get ten percent, and then you get five percent of their people, and you get one percent of like it's fucking crazy, dude. And you're, I'm just like on forums, like spamming people, and like it's fucking <laughs> working. I'm getting all these sign ups. Like, like years old. Yeah, dude. It's but, like. like it's just progressed a hundredfold since then, you know? It all depends on when you get in, right? Yeah. Because if you just get in early in the game and you just get 10 or 15 people and nobody yeah, if you're knows one of those first shit, 20 kids on that shit or whatever, it's a wrap. Actually, uh, I have a good homie who's, his uh, wife does um, Beachbody. It's like P90X. Mm-hmm. It's like the company that does P90X. And yeah. she does that. She like, the same, it's the same shit. They don't like to call it a pyramid scheme. Yeah. I forgot the name it's of it. Like, I forgot the name of like, multi-level whatever marketing. Yeah, something yeah. like that. But she fucking kills it. Yeah. Like she kills it hard. She's <laughs> so her her thing is she was just like she got pregnant and she lost all of her baby weight and she recorded it. 
you know, and she tracked it. Yeah. And then she joined this shit, and then people, other mothers saw that, and then she helped them, and then she taught the basically she teaches them teaches them social media marketing. Hmm. So then she only works like x amount per week, which is not that much, and she lives at home and they're like living in a nice house, and they live up in Oregon, and she kills it. Yeah. She would just. I think she just records herself maybe like time lapse doing yoga or time lapse like a workout or something like that you know in their own they turned her room into a gym and then she has like it's all home based yeah and she has like her four year old daughter like running around in circles doing downward dogs and shit like while she's doing yoga so it's like super cute and yeah. the other moms see that and they're like oh they're fuck this is like motivating story. and yeah. exactly so yeah well that, that's, I guess it's really just when you get in and how you mm-hmm. work I guess I don't know yeah it's fucking crazy. It's like just, use the tools they give you or whatever, but it's like, I guess this the time in which you sign up has a major factor also. But I mean, I don't know. Even with this wake up now shit, it's like, if I made that my full time job, I probably could have killed it. But you know, because it's like, I don't even know. I don't even know. It is how you. It is. It no, no. I totally get what you're talking about because if you want to grind it out, like you can do it, and it's an yeah. opportunity for you to make money. But a lot of the people that they they got fucked over by. Herbalife, when they're interviewing them, they were straight saying, you know, like, I thought it was going to be an easy way out. Yeah. And then, so they didn't want to put any effort into it. It's funny, it's like some get rich quick. Yeah, exactly. And And then they go, and then when Bill Ackman, is that his name, Bill Ackman? He he goes in and he talks to them for the first time and he's doing a speech and he's like, all right, how many of you guys play the lotto? All of them. One hundred percent of the fucking <laughs> yeah. people raise their hand yeah. because they're waiting for Trying that. Out, that quick you know? dollar. <laughs> um, granted, a lot of these people are, are unregistered, undocumented people, so it's like hard for them to like get legitimate. We don't fully work. understand but, what they're buying and what how it works, and you know what I mean. Yeah. I'm sure these fools are just hustling the fuck out of them too. Yeah. Like they're selling them email leads for what was it, a dollar fifty or five dollars no. or something. It got to the point where they were selling email leads for like a fucking hundred and thirty dollars per lead. Per lead. Oh my god. So that was, but that was like the other end of the spectrum too, because that that was like, these were just people going into it. And those leads were already used like a thousand times, Mm -hmm. right? Or something, yeah. But that's funny because when they got to the section about the email, like the email lists and the leads and sending out email blasts and shit, I was just like, damn, they're killing, you know? Like they're trying to make them look bad, but in my head, like I'm like, well, they're being smart about it, and they're not, they're not opening up a fucking storefront, which is crazy. How they're like, okay, open up a club Herbalife or whatever, Mm -hmm. where people can come in and get milkshake or smoothies and whatever the products are. But the rules were insane. You're not allowed to put any Herbalife logos on the window. You're not allowed to say anything about Herbalife. Like, (laughs) it has to be just pretty much a blank building. Yeah. So. Because they so it's don't like good luck with that. Yeah. yeah. So it's they're setting him up for like for failure. It was yeah. really crazy, but it was interesting. And then seeing how the stock was like going up and down the yeah. entire time, and it's like crazy, crazy shit. So uh, fucking watch out for pyramid schemes, kids. Yeah. <laughs> Be careful of that Anything unless you're that... the first one in it, or you're the one starting it. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's like a religion. <laughs> yeah. But oh. dude, yeah, that's it. That's like the fucking moral of the story is just nothing comes easy yeah you have to fucking work for it yeah and then it cool even if you do do a pyramid scheme you're the first fucking person in and you're making fifteen thousand dollars a month and you did it without hard work 
chances are you're gonna fuck that up <laughs> chances yeah. are you're gonna go get a fucking ferrari last, yeah. all of a sudden some drug problem is gonna come out of nowhere that you never had <laughs> and you're hanging out with people that have more money than you so you need to think you're catch up like with yeah them, nothing yeah. good comes to making a shit ton of money without working yeah that's very true we need to get like fucking producer in here to like look up stats for us i know <laughs> like percentage of people who win the lotto that go broke it's Nine, like it's like 90 yeah, percent or something because it's always like some fucking hillbilly in kentucky that fucking didn't even go to like fourth grade or something and he just gets like 600 million dollars and he's just like i'm buying a jet i'm buying oh boat you get a house you God. get a house just like six months later it's just gone <laughs> Oh, you have to pay taxes on that? Oh, crazy, <laughs> you know? Some pyramid schemes, like, you want to turn that oh, yeah. 600 <laughs> into a billion? That's like, what yes, a lot I of, do. like, the Going Broke documentary, like, that's one of the big things is, like, fucking homies go to the NBA and they get $50 million, and then their high school homies like, yo, I got this business opportunity. Or, like, your brother or sister or family member or fucking anyone you know. Yeah. Yo, I got this business opportunity, blah, blah, blah. Like, you, you have the money, you fund it. Or, like, you help me out or whatever, and... Most of them do. And most of the time, these people don't even have a solid business plan or anything. They just see that, oh, I could probably get money because my homie just got 50 mil or whatever. Like, and then it's people. Pretty crazy. I would it, give money to my homies if they had a, like, a plan. You know? If they're like, yo, I want to do this, this is how I'm going to do it. Here's 100 racks. If I had mm-hmm. money like that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't give a fuck. But it's like, I need money to do, you know? Like, be fucking smart about it. I like, need money to pay rent. Yeah, like, no. go fuck yourself. You're supposed to pay your rent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, unless something... Like, that's not going to help. If I give you money to pay your rent, that's not going to... That's just going to, like... What's it called? Enable you. Exactly. Even, yeah, and even if you... It's like, dude, pay your fucking rent. <laughs> yeah. Unless there's, like, obviously... Like something crazy happens or something. Yeah. Accidents happen all the time. But, yeah. But, yeah, that shit's tough, man. When you hear about that shit, like... So and so is paying his girlfriend's rent. And don't even live with her. So and so, it's like, dude, <laughs> like intervention. Hashtag intervention. <laughs> yeah, for real. But, but yeah, that's a good documentary too. Check out going. Like it's called Going Broke. Thirty for Thirty. I think I watched that one. That's that one's like the athletes. best one. Yeah. Is that the one where they're also talking about how in like football dude so football's insane there's another one all about college football and how they just fucking pretty much rape these kids rape like rape them dude fucking vigorously like so raped (laughs) it's so fucked too you know what's crazy i went to uh a rams game last season at the coliseum and i looked it up because like a fifth of the fucking the stadium wasn't filled and i and i looked i looked it up and it was said for the Rams games, the attendance is eighty three thousand, and then for the college the, games, the, like hundred or something. Yeah, it was like ninety three thousand. It was like ten to thirteen thousand more uh, seats for a USC game versus the NFL game, and it's they're not playing the fucking paying the players. So you have your fifty nuts. dudes on your team, however many dudes are on your football team. <laughs> all all seventy three of them, however. The and then you're paying man. them all how fucking ever much. Now you got these nineteen year old kids who you're paying zero dollars, and you have a higher attendance. Plus video games, plus merch, plus fucking everything. Whatever, everything. Like that's it's. They don't. You're not. They don't sell college jerseys, huh? That's why I like. I think do they? I mean, they sell like college jerseys, but they don't. Probably sell not their names, names on, on them, right? Yeah, probably not. But even in the video, I remember they talk about like being in the video games. We're like, yeah, we don't get fucking paid. Like, 
blah blah blah. There's like something in the agreement or contract to where it's like, oh, they can't even get free. I don't even shoes know. And it's shit. all just like it's all just lawyers wrote up all this shit to fuck them, and but it makes them seem like they're helping them, and really it's like, oh, you're fucking these kids. Like these kids are fucking worth millions of fucking dollars. That's why the one thing I like about the ball of our ball or whatever the fuck his name I don't even know. It's just like dope. Fuck the college fucking motherfuckers. Like, get it yourself. Nowadays, yep. every fucking professional athlete should have a fucking brand of fucking merch for themselves. That fuck you, University of Kentucky. You'll suck my dick. I'm doing 100k on Shopify every week. Like, you know what I mean, dude? All you skateboarders out there that are not fucking listening to this because this is not the Nine Club and it's not core. If any of you fucking homies that are my homies out there that fucking kill it and have huge followings and that don't have a clothing sponsor. You could be making way more money yourself. Like, we have fucking homies that have 100,000 followers plus on Instagram that are sitting around trying to get on a fucking clothing company for maybe 800 to to $1,000 a month. Where if you make your own fucking hats, you could be making $3,000 a month. You have a fucking bigger... Your engagement is way better more than that company. You know what I mean? Like, cool, the company might have, like, the double the following as you, the followers, but you as an entity having being that professional skateboarder with 100,000 followers is going to have a higher engagement rate with your with your followers than that company. Exactly. So start your own fucking company. Yeah. Sell your own fucking shit. You are your own brand. Make your fucking money. Cut out the middleman. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. But in life with skateboarding and now everything, people are trying to use these followers as some sort to, like, fill some sort of void. You know what I mean? Like, use that shit to get money. Yeah. You know what I mean? For real. What's it? Just like you said, it's like just the way that a lot of fucking skaters think acceptance it's just like i want to ride for this clothing company or i want to ride for this bearing company or whatever the fuck it is i want to the hat company sock company whatever and it's like cool 95 percent of them are going to pay you like literally 500 dollars or less a month literally yeah, if that up. maybe straight not up. even that maybe 250 dollars yep. like there's no motherfucking money in skateboarding right now like unless you're riding for nike or red bull or monster or blah 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 you're trying to be fuck Mr. Core and like I want to ride for fucking blah 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 clothing company, and you have a hundred thousand followers. It's like, okay, cool, go make that five hundred bucks, or just set up your own fucking store. Even if you're getting one order a day, you're gonna make more than five hundred bucks, and then you fucking grow that and you scale that. So then when skating runs up, or you break your leg and you can't skate anymore, or you fucking what, whatever the fuck happens, people don't skate forever. It's a very short fucking career window, like. Instead of getting a fucking job when you're done skating, you could have this Shopify store that you've been building up for three years, and now you're doing five orders a day, and now you're making five racks a month, and you can fucking have a nice little fucking income. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like and you're flying yourself around to Barcelona to what, do whatever the fuck you want, and, and you're making your own shit too. You don't, you know? It's this goes for any industry out there, and yeah. I think a lot of the new industries get it. You know, and like skateboarding is now it's an older industry. Like we were a new industry and we were killing it with lifestyle and everything. Mm -hmm. But as soon as social media came around, yeah, we're still fucking prominent, but we're still based on like an old model. (laughs) Alrighty. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, the interruption. Yeah. Well, the story, start your own shit. Fuck everyone else. Start your own (laughs) shit. You got an iPhone? Yeah. All you need is internet. We just see it like, we just, like, all these skaters, they have so many fucking followers and such high engagement, and they're riding for some bullshit fun company that probably doesn't even pay them. You know what I mean? And it's just, like, so frustrating. It's it's acceptance, man. It's like skateboarders. It'll take you three hours to set up a store. Three hours, and now you're making fucking three racks a month. And now, whatever, you know? 
it's just fucking it's crazy yeah and it's like the funny thing is all these skateboarders know everybody in the industry to get this shit done and, and yeah you have all the plugs like <laughs> I didn't even think of that either yeah or if fuck just giving out all the fucking answers right now <laughs> like if I was fucking blind or if I was if I was blind I'd be like cool fucking Cody Mac Lacorda Threads pays you $500 a month or whatever like let's just have our production dude here dwindle just start your own fucking brand we'll run everything for and you they just take we'll pay you fucking you know like exactly yeah just, for example a, Cody Mac idea. or whoever you know Seva or whoever like fuck it dude they have a production Baker. dude Baker has a production dude like give so and so their his own fucking brand or not even his own brand. <laughs> yeah, no, dude, that's fucking genius. Because it's like all these dudes, like, I mean, I mean, on more prominent companies, it makes sense. Like, girl, Baker, blah, 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 just because they have the marketing power and these fools have all these fucking followers already. So they could each have their own individual JHF. brands or socks. Or, yeah, Boo's a perfect example. Like, well, he's that's, killing it, too. That's what Curl Tap did in the first place. Yeah. You know, Curl Tap, all those dudes wrote for the other companies and they started their own shit. They started Girl Chocolate. Cool. Rudy Johnson, come in, start a truck company with fucking... That's true, with, yeah. with Rick, and then, cool, let's do Lakai. We got Mike and fucking yeah. whoever's down with Lakai. So it's almost like nowadays it's less of that or something. Or no, probably not. But it's just like... I don't know, that's weird. I never really thought about Think that. about how much they killed it, though. Like, no, they just, yeah. like... And Rick Howard is like you. He's just like, I'm gonna fucking start all these companies with, like, all my homies who also have... Exactly. Yeah. And he was just like, I'm gonna take the back burner. So he probably owns, like parts of like all this Rick is like the something. mastermind down he's there. like the Rick G, Howard, yeah. yeah he's the one that like does he's, he's the one that was just like I'm fucking working not skating yeah but then he'd still put out a fucking video he'd part. still put out like a couple like, chicks I don't want to hear it, like I don't give a shit dude like motherfuckers who aren't putting out video parts if Fred Gall puts out a video part <laughs> in every single fucking alien habitat video and people are not putting out parts <laughs> yeah, Rick Howard is putting out fucking full parts and like fully flared and all this shit while running ten fucking companies. Yeah, like that's crazy. I don't give a shit about any. They can't fucking get this clip, dude. Like, cool. Rick Howard's fucking like employing hundreds of like dude, at yeah, least a hundred people. When that's your fucking job is to just skate and get clips. It's like and people and you can't even do that. It's just you shouldn't be fucking pro. You shouldn't it's be, hard. It's just, and it's, but the thing is, is like, I've been there and it's fucking hard because you need, it's to hard when it. you're, when it's like, when you're like you and you have a high standard. Yeah, that's true. But there's all these bullshit pros. Like I'm not going to name people, but there's a million that fucking suck. And they just put out bullshit because they don't yeah. care. They're just trying to get paid. There's people like you and Brett. You're like, Brett, I would be filming him all the time. And he'd do like a sick line. And I'm like, let's film that. And he's like, no, it's not good enough. And I'm like, okay, but just, it's on par with like, what all these other fucking people are doing, but Brett wanted to fucking he wanted to be the he next. wanted to switch 180 into it and then big spin out of it or whatever yeah. you know. So there's just people like you guys that like have a higher standard of fucking shit that you put out, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's crazy. Because there's fucking pros putting out shit that I could fucking do. Oh yeah. I even skate. You know what I mean? Oh, it's yeah. like embarrassing. It's like half cab up the curb, wall ride, big spin off the curb, or whatever. You know, just like bullshit fucking lines and I don't even know. Yeah, it's crazy. It's kind of a. It's, I was like talking to Shane about this yesterday. It's like almost you have to fucking have a gimmick now, dude. Like, yeah. everybody's so good that you're not gonna you fucking like set yourself apart. You're, gonna, you're like really not gonna stick out with your fucking tricks anymore. You yeah, know? like unless you're really fucking shit. Unless up. But you're even fucking then, a like, shot or like fucking Mark Sushi yeah, doing exactly. some crazy weird shit. Yeah, but even then, it's the consistency because like Mark Sushi is obviously talented and he's obviously next level everything fucking 
contender for Sodi or whatever. But in order for him to get to that point, that dude was like, part, 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 Dropped like part. Nine he parts, put out yeah. a fucking, like, a, one or two parts a year for, like, you know, a couple of years. And it's like, all, like, he, next level And shit. it's all fucked. Yeah. And then he's going to Philly and skating with the Sabotage dudes. And then he's going to this dude and skating with he's doing the fucking Masquerade Tour with the GX dudes. And, like, it doesn't matter how fucking good you are. Like, you still yeah. got to, if you want to, like get your name imprinted and fucking skateboarding put the work out there put this shit out there exactly you can't just put out one fucking part and think i mean unless you're antoine (laughs) unless you're fucking pj or antoine or all these dudes for the rest of his life off that part but that's it too and that's part of the fucking dream that sells to these kids because these kids think like i could just put out one part and like antoine and just have a career and there's because there's there's dudes there's one in a million people that are like antoine you know it's just like it's so rare there's still dudes like tony taves Mm -hmm. you know what i mean who put out maybe two parts and like fucking had a 15 year career off of two video parts that's true you know or like so there's still these dudes that sprinkle in and it you know kids are like i could do this (laughs) yeah no bro but no especially nowadays like fuck no like all that shit was like way before this like you know what i mean before now the 15 fucking... minutes is real like everybody gets a 15 minutes of fame before shit's just uploaded instantly and then yeah, yeah and then you just get your 15 minutes and your shit just goes viral like fucking whatever you do that one trick and then everybody posts it and everybody knows you you know yep and that okay. one kid that ollied the wilshire over the rail or whatever fucking he ollied over that shit and like every fucking thing posted it hype beast wrote a whole article about it like this kid just like blew up overnight just by doing one trick. That reef gate or whatever? Yeah, exactly. But that's interesting too, because it goes back to like what just happened with us. So like, oh, we're fucking getting high. <laughs> like, so whatever. You can have that fucking one hit wonder that Metrogram posts and everybody posts and it draws all this attention to you. But if people come to your page and there ain't sick fucking shit on yeah. your page to people are just like oh you're a fucking one-hit wonder yeah you know what i mean so that's true you're you're more exposed now it's just everything's out in the open and shit exactly so you need to have your shit lined up like so so that grabs people's attention once they come to your catalog exactly you know (laughs) you better have them bangers on the page but (laughs) yeah it's fucking interesting but everybody can get their 15 minutes of fame now yeah it's so much easier with the fucking phone and the social media in general like what you had to do to get your fucking trick in a skate video back in the day compared to now yeah <laughs> are you kidding me i had to go through so many people's hands i had to get approved by so many people you had to go film with a certain filmer dude he had to send your footage in and then like once it got to 411 or logic or fucking whatever, whatever yeah dude like subject to so many eyes one person says no it doesn't go in the video it's like the one percent of shit or less than one percent of shit gets used whatever yeah just post that shit yeah um, digital upload you fucking watch anything cool or I haven't really uh watched like some JFK shit what <laughs> basically two shooters there's two shooters I don't know flat earth Tower oh my seven. god who said they believed in flat earth the other day fuck who was it God damn it, that's gonna bum me out. I was listening to some podcast or something, and some I think it was like a skater or business. I don't even know. And they're like, oh, it was around. for sure Nine Club. It was for like probably somebody on the Nine Club. Probably. Oh, fuck, I wish I could remember. It probably was. And it, it was like, uh, they're just like, oh, like do you believe in? Con- oh yeah, it was. It was that guy Vinny Ponti. 
Oh, Vinny was on. Okay, yeah. Hashtag so I eat ribs with that dude. For real, that was crazy, homie, dude. Oh, he would be epic. He doesn't dude, smoke he was, anymore. He's chilling. But he he's, was pretty epic. He's just like a crazy. He's, he's a wild card. Yeah, he's a wild card. But the, I've got stories for. He's days just like that, talking about conspiracies about nine eleven and shit, and then they're like joking around. They're like, oh yeah, flat Earth. Like just joking around, just said it, and then he's like, yeah, I watched the flat Earth one. He's like, Earth is flat, and then they're just like. Uh, like what and then they're like all right so they're kind of talking to them and they're just like so like why would like nasa and like everyone like so what they just photoshop all the millions and millions of images of the earth and he's like i don't know he's like look it up look at the video blah 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 he's like if you're going on a boat you're gonna go upside down and they're like it's called gravity and he's just like convinced that the earth is flat and that you can't go past a certain point in Antarctica and blah, blah, blah. And like, no fly zone or some shit. Dude, like exactly. Some weird shit. He's like, I don't know. Just look it up. There's a video. I'm, I want to watch it. I haven't even watched it. I want to see what all this fuss is about. Because it's like, or the fucking earth is not flat. Like, clearly, how would you fucking hide that? And why would you want to hide that? You know what I mean? It's like. What, what do they get out of making it flat? What does that benefit anyone? A scientist got paid off. <laughs> cool. You don't think anybody else figured that out? You know what dude, I mean? Dude, like, it's like. What is it? Everything is the same. Everything is within everything. Everything is like one. So it's all based on the thing idea too, that everything's like, a sphere and it all like whether it's our like molecules or atoms. He's like, or this was his based thing. On a, Listen to this. He's like, when you fly around the world, he's like, what do you go upside down? He's like, how can you never go upside down when you fly around the world or whatever? That's his like logic. And then he's, it's like, it's called fucking, and then he's like, and like, when you're in a boat, how come you never go like, or like some shit like that? And he's just like convinced that the earth is flat. And like, dude, that guy's crazy. He's just like, I fucking hate midgets. Like, I hate little people. And they're like, what? <laughs> like, why? And he's just like, I don't know, man, but I just don't like them. Blah, blah, blah. And they're like, so what if a midget walked in right now? And they're he's, like, they're calling him little people. And he's calling him midgets. And he's like, so what if a midget walked in right now? And he's like, then there'd fucking be a problem. <laughs> Dude, Vinny's insane. Dude, he's nuts. So Jake used to fucking live with Vinny. No. Yeah, so when Jake moved out here and was doing all the KO store shit, he lived with Vinny behind the KO store. And like, he'd go oh, past pads. So I'd always go kick it with fucking Jake. And yeah. We'd, we'd go over there, and Vinny would be in the fucking kitchen just taking dabs. Just, just da And this was before I was taking dabs, so I thought he was insane. He was, yeah. like, on some fucking Mac Dizzle level shit. Yeah. And... He would just sit on the counter in the kitchen and just tell me and Jake stories for hours, yeah. dude. So Vinny, Vinny Pawnee, skateboarder, born and raised in fucking Manhattan. Like, legitimate, the movie He's like New York shit. as you can fucking get. You yeah. can't get any fucking more New York than this His dude. name is Vinny Pawnee. His name is fucking <laughs> Vinny Pawnee. He's probably like 5'5", five, five, like a fucking ginger homie. He was short. He was for sure the scrappy kid that got picked on, but he fought everybody back, you know? Yeah, like, that's he what he's just, talking about, yeah. You just hang out with this dude for 10 minutes and you figure it out. He's fucking yeah. hilarious, like, and his fucking stories just growing up around Soho or some shit like that, and, like, parents, like, legit, like, Goodfellas shit. Like, his parents, like, own restaurants and bars, like, yeah. neighborhood shit in the yeah. city. And he's telling stories about this one time him and um steve nardone this old pro skater they're at this bar and this is like neighborhood shit where you know everybody everybody's family yeah. everything and he's like we're in the fucking bar and a brawl breaks out like a legit fucking brawl like desperado dust <laughs> yeah. till dawn movie shit and then somebody's like he's like i don't even fucking know he's like everybody's drunk 
everybody hates everybody. That's what he said. Yeah. And he's like, you're just grabbing people and punching them in the fucking face. Everyone, Nobody yeah. knows what's going on. Yeah. And all of a sudden, somebody's like, yo, cops are on the way. Cops are on their way. So they turn the lights off and everybody hides under the fucking <laughs> tables. And the cops, and they lock the door. And the cops come, they're like shining their flashlights inside and shit. Yeah. And the cops leave. And Nardone stands up and he's like, back on and everybody just keeps brawling <laughs> oh my god that's crazy. he's telling stories about just like walking up to the club like yeah this is my fucking club this is my fucking neighborhood he's like i'm wearing sweatpants or you know he's like i'm wearing my pele pele sweatpants or some <laughs> shit he's like i got the burner on me i walk straight to the front of the line and i have tony or whoever the bouncer is he's like let me in and he's like yo ben give me the fucking burner and he's like nah he's like give me the burner he's like, nah just get in that bitch and sweatpants and the burner bypass the line I'm like this is the craziest did he talk about dude. like how he would sell supreme shit no dude okay so he like kind of was talking about this how him and or like his homie worked at the supreme store this was back in the day and like he literally just pretty much give him whatever he wanted like trash bags of like old shit random shit and so he was literally, he said he'd just get trash bags of Supreme shit and just go and hustle it. And he'd sell t-shirts for like 150 bucks. And he's like, I'd sell shirts with like pasta stains on them and shit for like 60 bucks. And like, he's like, I had literally like never ending supply of trash bags of the Supreme shit. And like, I didn't like it or wear it or whatever. So him and his homie were just like slaying all of it. And they just made like, he's like, I was making like good money doing that shit. And I was like, if you think about it, like how valuable that shit is, Dude. you can sell shirts for a couple hundred bucks. Like. It's crazy just because the demand on that shit's insane. I always wonder about because New York is like such a fucking captivating place, dude. Like when you go there, you'll yeah, go there and you fucking like fucking there. literally like get out of the subway and you're like in the fucking urban jungle, man. And you just being from Southern California, like is it around, similar to LA at all, or is it like a whole other like energy? No, like once you see new york and then like downtown la is like as far as like people hustling bustling and traveling but is it like or is it it's another harder? fucking world really it's like closer to like paris and those type of downtowns you yeah. know what i mean like our downtown is weak dude like mm. you could walk across our fucking downtown and okay you, you would try to compare it more to oh like, yeah SF. Got, yeah you would compare okay. it to sf just traffic but, like, and fucking just way more lit like yeah just you can't fucking see you know like you just have to look straight up to see the sky you can't it's crazy <laughs> and it's just the culture and you feel the heat you feel the energy you're in your tiny ass apartment like the smallest thing ever and you can't even hang out in your apartment mm -hmm. because it's tiny and you're meant to be outside and the energy just brings you out like you're just in the apartment you're like i gotta get the fuck <coughs> out of here there's yeah. so much energy of everything that's going on and yeah it's a legit different world if you're from here and um, just trying to, when I'm there I just see kids walking around like legit inner city kid like not class social class anything like kids that live in the inner city like whatever fucking class they are and you see them going to school and you're like the fuck is that like dude <laughs> yeah or like the book that, that I finally finished The Art of Learning like that kid seven years old going to like Washington Square Park where like in kids they beat the shit out of that fucking dude yeah you know and he's like playing fucking seven years yeah, old it's crazy how that like breeds you to fucking you know you grow up in that environment and you're just like that's why new york people are so like they're just tougher and just like they're just like more hustler i don't just even know the words to everything they're just exactly they see it's they're not as you're in orange county like what the fuck you know dude you're not gonna see half or fucking 90 percent of this no shit that you'd experience in new york dude like new york you're literally in like chinatown and then you crossed fucking 
the street and you're in like Little Italy and you're in fucking Soho and then you go a couple blocks over and you're in like downtown like Battery Park and you could just see so much shit and you couldn't even imagine being 12 years old and just getting on a train or like Javier fucking Nunez like if you guys have ever seen the movie Kids there's the scene where they're smoking blunts and there's like those nine year old kids smoking blunts or whatever and Javi's the one he's like the fucking Latino Latino homie who's got the chain on the little gold chain and somebody's like oh you got the chain da 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 and they're hitting the blunt like that's Javier he's from New Jersey he would take the train from Jersey to New York which is probably like just right over the bridge like 20-30 minutes yeah but he's fucking like nine years old going to Brooklyn <laughs> yeah. Banks yeah he'll go skateboard with these like grown ass dudes and fucking crackheads and like the Lower East Side and all that shit was horrible in yeah. the fucking 90s, you know? Like, that's was straight, like, Sin City type shit. <laughs> yeah, that's so, crazy. That's a crazy world. It's like, like, none of that shit, like, Seinfeld and that stuff didn't really make sense to me until I like, went to New York. Yeah. And then once you go to New York, you're like, oh. <laughs> Growing up where we grew up, it's like, being on top of You see of some people. crazy shit in L.A., but, like, nothing, like... I mean, I've seen some crazy shit. You go to LA, SF, dude. Or SF also, yeah. Like, going to SF when I was, like, 14 and shit. That was kind of crazy. Now that I think about it, I'm like, damn, that was kind of wild. That was with Seth. Seth was my uh, Oh, that chaperone. was Oh, that was that trip. Where <laughs> it was, like, Seth me, met Zach, Jed. and Kevin or something, yeah. Oh, yeah, that is where they met, huh? That's, That's where so they funny. met Jed for the first time. That's BFS. hilarious. Still, it's sick. <laughs> yeah, especially when you go into, like, Oakland when you're with fucking Brett. Or like Oakland. Literally Oakland was, yeah. stepping over somebody jerking off in their sleeping bag, <laughs> walking down the street. Dude, yeah, Oakland's lit. Uh, Berkeley's pretty lit, too. Berkeley's crazy. <laughs> I like Berkeley. It's weird. Berkeley's stony, so, but there's just so many fucking crazy motherfuckers wandering around. It's so fucking beautiful up there. I'm such a fucking hippie. <laughs> I know, that's your shit. But it's like, dude, you could just I can only be, do that shit for like a week or two. But it's like you could like be in the city and then in 15 minutes be literally in redwoods yeah that's what's sick and just, just like right there. you just take a fat deep breath and it's just so much fresh oxygen fresh air, air all yeah. that shit fresh you mountain know. air yeah we're trying to do some shit we want to go to like the sequoias or something yeah we like for that. sure gotta get that going we gotta figure out what we're gonna do for this fight too this conor mcgregor dude i can't wait for this this weekend's fight Ooh, we got some good fights coming up this weekend too we got john jones daniel cormier round two that's gonna be sick That'll be interesting, but I think John's just gonna fuck him up. That'd be sick. I'd actually be stoked if DC won. And then they go to trilogy. just because it'd be cool. Just like switch things up, but and then they go to trilogy and John. I, gets I just don't see how he beats retires. him, you know, unless he catches him with fucking something. But I just see John's taking him down and just fucking elbows, elbowing the fuck out of him or something, you know. It's almost like he got out of it clean the first time they fought. Huh? Yeah, he really didn't take too much damage. He ate some shots, but it wasn't anything. He wasn't like crazy yeah it was like even the first two rounds in the last three it was just jones Completely just like fucking crushing dominating but all right yes yeah, so we got that coming up what else we got in the book i got some shit in the book uh, we can go super i mean we're at like 50 minutes so we'll just do a little bit longer i started uh this book by god damn it um i forgot his name but it's called david vs goliath david and goliath yeah, I don't know. I'm the Bible? Right I'm just yeah. So I started this book. <laughs> it's called by the Bible. God. Um, <laughs> uh, it's a dude who did who made that book, uh, who wrote that book, The Tipping Point. 
Okay. You've, which I've heard about. of that. It's like Graham Hancock. It's this. like Graham Campbell or some shit like that. But it's really sick. It's uh, basically about like small businesses or, or just the underdog. It's about yeah. the underdog and how we go about things, whether looking at Goliaths, whether it's a corporation or whether it's an opponent, a rival opponent in sports or anything. And he, he talks a lot about this shit in um, that art of learning too. And just talks about how it's not really an advantage. We just, it's in our mind that we have the disadvantage. Yeah. But bring your game. And this book is literally, I'm reading this book the whole time and I'm just thinking of Conor McGregor, Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. Because the whole point of the book is if you're going to go against somebody that's bigger and badder than you, you can't play their game. Yeah. You, you got to play your own different. fucking game. Yeah. You got to use what got you to the dance. So like, Everybody's talking about everybody. All these boxing fucking people, like we don't need to sit here and get into this Floyd fucking Connor shit. <laughs> yeah. But like all these boxing people, they think that Connor's gonna come out and just try to box with this dude. Like, yeah. no, he's not gonna fight him like a fucking orthodox boxer. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? He's gonna bring weird movement. He's gonna bring weird striking. He's probably gonna he's probably gonna just trade shots with Floyd because he does that with fucking dudes. He's gonna be like, hit me and I'll hit you harder. You know? <laughs> he's gonna bring his. The only way he's going to win is if he fights his own fucking fight. He can't beat Floyd with Floyd's fight. In a traditional boxing, yeah. You know? So it's like, cool, if you want to fucking outdo the the dude that's better than you at that, like, you're going to lose. Don't try to do the same thing that he's doing. Exactly. You got to fucking do your own shit. So, like, just the whole David Goliath thing, it goes back to the Bible or whatever, and you have Goliath who comes down, and it's pretty interesting because he talks about how back then there was, like, three types of like categories in their armies or whatever Mm -hmm. so you had your infantry dudes like your um hand-to-hand combat dudes like goliath and then you had your cavalry which was the dudes on horses and chariots and fucking all that shit and then you had dudes that were like archers they were like the dudes who did the slingshots and the catapults and the archers and and all that shit and it's crazy because like he said it's like a game of rock paper scissors so like the fucking archers are beat the infantry dudes because they can kill him you know what i mean Mm. but then the archers but then the cavalry beats the archers because they're moving too fast to get hit by so that shit, you know? So, yeah, certain, yeah, so certain teams beat certain teams or whatever. So when Goliath comes down and then David is some shepherd dude, you know, some like peasant shepherd, mm-hmm. and he comes out, and I guess Goliath was supposed to be like six foot nine, but he had like Just legit, him in the balls legit <laughs> gigantism. So like he had legit gigantism. So I this gouged. dude, this dude's starting to like, this dude's like digging deeper than the Bible shit to figure out about Goliath and shit. Yeah. So this dude had gigantism or whatever, and he shepherd boy comes out, and Goliath's like, "What motherfucker? Like really? Still He's like offended. <laughs> He's like offended. He's like, yeah. you're gonna send this. I'm the baddest motherfucker, and you're gonna send this shepherd boy. Like yeah. Goliath had on the fucking like metal hole. He had a shield. He had a dude carrying a shield. He had all this shit. He had like three swords." He had the fucking metal like fuck machine gun straight just, up like what's the the metal shit the the the, the um the shit you wear for shark shit thing. like that you wear when you're like in shark cages with the metals so they can't bite you or whatever oh the armor the yeah the whatever the kid f- like that shit the I don't know what you're talking about yeah, yeah. technical term for <laughs> it but uh so yeah he fucking has that shit and then the little shepherd boy comes out David and guy is like man what the fuck and he's pissed and he's talking shit he's like. 
Like, then, hey, yo, man, what the fuck? Exactly. So, and um, David, he has the, it's like a sling whatever where you put the rock in it and you can like sling rocks. Slingshot. Yeah, yeah like so a, it's like you fucking, it's like the towel and then you put like a rock in it and you like oh, tether see. it around and you like launch the shit yeah. at it. And that's the whole thing. So, and then he ends up fucking hitting him between the eyes, I guess, or whatever, and he takes him down. But the whole thing is he's not going to go in there trying to fight him at his game. Yeah. He's got to bring his game and what he's good at you know like you're not gonna go play the warriors and outscore him you know you're gonna have to play your game and figure out whatever yeah so it's any yeah anything's beatable that's yeah it's interesting like a way to look at it or the concept because it's like yeah it does seem like when you look at like oh this big company and it's like what the fuck how do they do that or like how do they get there or whatever and it's like don't just try to do exactly what they're doing. You know what I mean? You got to kind of do it your own way and do your own thing. And like people that own these companies and corporate, they're just people too. You know, like that's another crazy thing to think about is that we're all just fucking, we're all just like, we're all grown babies. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, I don't know. That's just crazy to think about. Like what's a lot of successful people and celebrities and blah, blah, blah. Like they're just, I'm just a normal person. Like I'm not special. I just, you know, like, people think that I'm special and I'm this... And, like, no, I'm just a normal person who worked hard or a normal person that got a lucky opportunity or whatever it may be, you know? Like, but what are, A lot of people put people on pedestals and they think that they're, like, some greater power and that they can't be like those people because they're not like them. Mm-hmm. We're all the fucking same for the most part, you know? Exactly. It's just that person's down to wake up an hour earlier. Yeah. That person's down to make that... To, for the failure, for the humility, and, like, they're down to to face the failure mm-hmm. you know yeah and then the more you do that shit the easier it becomes and then yada 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 but yeah it's crazy and he, he talks about um it's called capitalistic learning and compensation learning it's basically like capitalistic learning is like say you're good at something and then you run with it mm-hmm. tiger woods he's a fucking coordinated kid he ends up playing golf um fucking josh wakens super smart kid at chess he ends up becoming a fucking grandmaster at chess he ends up doing tai chi and all this shit you know and then there's the opposite of that which is compensation learning which is being forced to learn some shit to compensate for humility and lacking of something for example he has this whole chapter on um, people that are dyslexic mm-hmm. and how people are dyslexic it's pretty much fucking impossible for you to learn in school like it t- it said it took this dude who's a really fucking smart dude to get through like 22 pages it would have taken him six hours to read and <laughs> like, sure listen to an audio book yeah so <laughs> so th- what they do is the same thing that someone who's missing one of their senses you could compensate for it mm-hmm. so some of these people with, that are dyslexic they become great listeners so mm-hmm. that they can just fucking memorize anything yeah you know and down the line when they get older and then they face all the adversity and they power through just struggling just dealing with this when they get to be older and they start businesses these people can use that extra it's a new sense now like mm-hmm. your sense in listening is like, it's like a super shit it's a superpower almost, yeah and then you figured out how to do everything pretty good like to get you by through life and now you have this superpower yeah and then you can use that and then um there's this other dude and of course he tells these whole fucking stories and then at the end of it it's like now he's the CEO of Goldman Sachs or whatever you know <laughs> yeah. and it's like and he fucking couldn't even read yeah but it just shows that like these it's your what you think is a disadvantage 
oftentimes is an advantage. Yeah, that's that's crazy. And it's people who grow up with fucking tough, you know, upbringings. Mm-hmm. Whether it's losing somebody or whether it's just having a disability or whatever, and it's just the seems so shitty when you're young, which neither of us can really speak on that. You know, we're very and it's we're crazy fortunate. too because it's like nowadays, like Gary Vee talks about this sometimes. Like nowadays, like like people could say like oh black lives or like not even that, but people like put like race into it or they put like where you're from into it or where you're brought up or whatever, whatever, whatever. But it's like nowadays it's online. When I'm buying from Sally in New York, I don't care if she's black. I don't care if she's Puerto Rican. I don't care if she's a hundred. I don't care if she's blind. I don't fucking even know her. It's no, there's, you know what I mean? So it's like nowadays anybody can be successful because everything's online and it's not, I'm, I'm this Puerto Rican lady from the suburbs and I'm not successful. I'm this black guy or I'm this white guy or whatever the fuck it is. It's like everybody's on an equal playing field now because of the internet. Yeah. Your fucking, your Amazon store is whatever. Exactly. Your name could be Steve Jones yep. and fucking who the fuck knows. And it's like, I don't are. care who you are. You know what I mean? You have good service, good product. I'm buying shit from exactly. you. Exactly. Know? Simple as that. No, that's a fucking sick concept right there. Yeah, right. Gary Vee's always good. He's always got some crazy shit. He's yeah. always got some good shit. I'm pretty stoked on seeing, like, like reposted some Aubrey Marcus shit. Mm-hmm. And then, like, he's fucking killing it. That dude just branding himself. On it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, he's got his Aubrey Marcus logo, and he just posts all this sick shit, and he's putting himself out there. He made it, he did, like, a selfie post, but it was just, like, super well thought out, like, post, cap- long caption, like, six paragraphs about depression, and, like, how what he's done to overcome depression. And it's, like, so sick seeing everybody putting themselves out there. Yeah. Because that's what it needs to be, this transparency of, like, this is who the fuck I am, man. We're... Every, instead of like oh I'm in front of this Ferrari throwing money and blah 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 it's blah like, it's really, like is we're that all you? fucking real yeah. people man and like <laughs> yeah. going back to we're all real people so these successful people like Aubrey Marcus have dealt with fucking serious depression yeah so how you know which a lot of people deal so with so then now he's gonna relate to fucking all these other you know what I mean it's just making yourself vulnerable and shit exactly. so you can relate with people on a fucking different level that's it and no. then you get value at the same time win win you know mm-hmm. It's like you're building that connection, you're giving value, you're storytelling, like, all in one. Yeah. But, I mean, that dude obviously knows what the fuck he's doing. That dude's fucking smart as fuck. That dude's, like, some people you just look at and you're like... Like him, the fucking, um, the 4-Hour Workweek, Tim Ferriss, Joe Rogan, obviously. Like, all those type of dudes, you're just like, how do you kill it so hard? Like, it's insane. But like, they make it look so easy. But Rogan... Like, he makes it easy on himself. Like, yeah. you see Rogan and it makes sense because Rogan's like... I got my fucking money from 200 episodes of Fear Factor or whatever. Everybody can suck my dick. I'm just (laughs) going to go make 75 bucks doing 15 minutes at the fucking comedy store. And I'm going to book these, these, whatever the fuck. He's like, literally, I'm not going to do shit. Fuck you. Don't call me. I'm shooting (laughs) arrows in my backyard, feeding my fucking chickens and chilling in the float tank, whatever. But so he's, but he's also 50, which is like. He understands. He's at the, the time now where he's just like, I'm gonna do the fuck I want. Yeah, he's like fucking Joey Diaz in the same place. He's like, yeah. Don't fucking call me dog, I'm fucking going to sleep at dead. And then <laughs> yeah. uh but then you got Aubrey Marcus. And, and I, I guess yeah, it makes more like the younger dudes that are just like they have some they're like Tim Ferris. He's been successful at so many different things and he's always doing cool different blah blah blah. And it's always like Yeah. And all the dope people look up to it and it's just like that's crazy how you get to that. You know what I mean? It's just, it's crazy. You're Aubrey Marcus. Or there's a bunch of other fucking dudes killing it, obviously. But Like, if we could fucking do, like, 
20% of what Aubrey Marcus does. <laughs> yeah. Because, dude, what they're pumping, I mean, he probably has, like, a fucking hundred people working for him, but what they're doing, because I've been watching his shit, like, I watch, like, him and TJ Dillashaw, like, hit swords, like, they did a little sword match, I'm like, God, yeah. this is so fun, and this is, like, what you, you know, this is, like, I mean, I guess this is what we're fucking doing, but, yeah. and then he has, like, Cody Garbrandt and fucking Chris Cole on his podcast, and it's... He just has all these cool guests, and Yeah, fucking... and he's putting out sick shit, and then I see Greg Lutzka commenting on his fucking posts and shit, you know? And it's like, damn, dude, like... He fucking just had a great idea with Ana, and he branded the fuck out of it, and it's branded so perfect. Like, it's such a good name. And, and all the products are good, dude. and he has all the fucking dopest dudes, like, pushing, like... Like, fucking Brandon Shaw, the motherfucker talks about that shit a hundred times an episode, you know? So now, how many sales have they gotten just from Brandon Shaw talking about it? Dude, and Brian Callen, and Joe Rogan, and fucking Irish, and blah, 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 all the, like everyone you know dude and he's like life coaching for fucking like cody garbrandt and fucking these dudes are going down there to do mental coaching sessions with him before their title fights yeah and like aubrey's like i feel like he's only like 37 or something like that yeah and he's like mid 30s early 40s it's like dude good for you super inspiring if but yeah. it's almost like i don't even want that much you know what i mean yeah. but goddamn like, <laughs> It's fucking so rad to see. So, yeah, if you guys don't know about that dude, his name's Aubrey Marcus. He owns Onnit.com. He backs his shit up. That's what's so fucking cool about this shit. He lives it. He's super huge in the psychedelic community. He goes to all these conferences, and he goes to the fucking Amazon, and he does fucking ayahuasca, like, goes with shamans and does whatever, all these, these plant-based medicines, and then... So all these crazy supplements that are all plant-based on their website, and it's human optimization. And even with Use that the code shit. word Doobie Talk, get yourself 10%. I just, <laughs> <laughs> just doing an ad for them just so hard right now. The I was going to say, you could, what's cool is you can just buy it, and if you don't like it, you just return and get all your money back and yeah. keep the product. Yeah. So it's like, he really does bag it up, you know? It's, don't forget Doobie Talk. <laughs> Dude, just selling it so hard right now. But no, I use, I, I listen to that dude's podcast. I no, fucking, seriously, I take five on it. <laughs> Dude. Oh my god. That shit works. Alpha Brain works. Yeah. We should just do a review on Alpha Brain. Yeah. This is what we'll do. I'm I feel indifferent about it at the moment. No comment. It's <laughs> dude, I'm it's it's crazy. It's some real shit. It's some and real I, shit. It changed though. It fucking changed cuz yeah. after they had the uh blind testing or whatever, mm-hmm. I used to take it back in the day and then they they fucking changed that formula, dude. Really? Because I used to take like three or four, and I didn't really feel shit. So they made it more. Now I take one, and I'm like, we're scrubbing the ceiling with a toothbrush and dude, shit. Dude, I take one at like fucking 11 a.m. And then the first I time I ever took it, it was still the best experience ever. Got but since then, done. I've never felt that. I mean, there's probably like three times I've taken it where I felt like fucking on point and just like mo- like energized, motivated, blah blah whatever. And then like two times where I've taken it, I just felt fucking weird. You take two or you take one? One. Yeah. I take I've two. taken two before and I felt whatever, fine, yeah. decent, whatever. But like, I don't know. I don't know if maybe I didn't eat enough or I didn't drink enough water. Or I don't know what the fuck it was. But there's two times and I just felt like focused but tired as fuck. Yeah. And like kind of had a headache. It was yeah. Weird. Some, yeah. It's weird because I feel, yeah. I could but then there's like Brendan Chop who's just like. I fucking took six. Like, he takes, like, six a day or five a day. Dude, if I take one and coffee... And, yeah, that's... You guys will know. Like, you guys go... If you fucking listen to all these podcasts, you will be able to tell... I'm almost, like, grinding my teeth and stuff if I have (laughs) coffee and one alpha brain. So, like, I don't know how the fuck these dudes are taking four or five. They're also, like, 240 pounds and run six miles a day. That's also true. But... 
Yeah. I'll Try it out for yourself. See how you like it. Yeah. And there's also New Mood. It's like um, a supplement, another. These are all nootropics. They're like supplements for your brain. They often include like L-tryptophan and 5-HTP. L-tryptophan, which converts to 5-HTP, which converts to serotonin in your brain, basically. So it's like how you feel after you eat a bunch of fucking turkey and you get happy or whatever. But then these are also jam-packed with B vitamins. So you get energy and it enhances your fucking mood. That's the new mood. And then the um, alpha brain is a nootropic that's for memory and focus. And it also has like 5-HTP and L-tryptophan and all this other shit, all earth-grown nutrients. And it fucking works. Like, and don't forget you can buy this at onit.com. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Use the code or just start shouting out everybody else's that's fucking... That's the movie, uh, Wayne's World, remember? And they're like... Yeah, we don't need to sell out or whatever. They're still like Reebok, Reebok, Pepsi. They're just oh, wearing God. all the corporate shit and they're talking about not selling out and stuff. And they're like, but make sure to like, I don't know, I'm fucking this up. But YouTube, it's fucking hilarious, dude. It's so funny. They're just like everything corporate, Pepsi, Reebok. Like, it's so it's funny. It's so dude. funny. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Anyways. Yeah, if you guys are looking for some clothing, you guys can go to thehighriseco.com. Get these new Nikki Facts, Ron Jeremy, 2017 collab tees. Limited edition. Psych. These are three of threes, never to be printed Hashtag again. Hashtag very rare. Very rare. But yeah, um, hit the high rise co, 30% off. We got a bunch of new shit up. And uh, yeah, get yourself a little discount over there. Why don't you, while you're at it. And then go head over to alliniedskate.com and get yourself some skateboard equipment. Uh, Use the code word Fuchs, F-O-O-K-S. Also, we're doing a giveaway. I think it's going to be going on for another week. If you guys go to All I Need Skate on YouTube, there's a fucking video of me talking about giving away a free board and leave a comment below and subscribe. So if you guys do that, you guys will be eligible to win a board of mine. And a free board. You will see the video. My face is fucking swollen. It looks like I'm high as fuck, but I actually <laughs> hadn't smoked yet. <laughs> pretty funny um and then uh yeah we're gonna wrap this bitch up so we don't wrap this bitch up thanks make, for listening yeah make sure check to check us out itunes youtube fucking instagram do we talk podcast on instagram check us out we got like 10 posts up now we're killing it we Boom. got like fucking almost 400 followers it's thank cracking. you guys for fucking with us you guys dming us <laughs> yeah, we're getting a lot of cool messages and people listening so thanks for listening all the Super fucking dope. people we run into in person that fucking they're like yo listen to your podcast and we're like what yeah like, what the so dude cool. that's fucking sick hopefully you guys yeah. are learning some shit and shout you guys out and make sure to fucking shout give us a shout on the dm or everything because all at your boys we want to fucking shout y'all out all at your boys um but yeah check um, out fucking on the rise, we'll have probably a little segment dropping this week. How to set up your ads, Instagram ads, some tips and pointers for you. And we're going to try to probably do some more of those here in the future, just like short on the rise value. So if you guys have anything you want to see or learn or anything like that, maybe we could, uh, maybe we could help you out. But uh, until then. Until then. Until next time. Thanks, guys. Peace! <laughs>